Welcome to Student Success Stories, the podcast where we spotlight academic excellence at Baylor. I'm your host, Carol Croson. Today, we're visiting with Dylan Hines, a senior from Houston who's majoring in computer science. Dylan brings a wealth of information to our visit, and I hope you'll find some great takeaways for you today. I think some key highlights for me is emphasizing not getting stressed, and go ahead and ask. The worst someone can say is no. Anyway, enjoy our visit. Here's Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, no problem. Uh, thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Well, um, if you don't mind, just introduce yourself and maybe share a little bit about where you're from and what brought you to Baylor. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, my name is Dylan Hans. I'm a rising senior at Baylor University, and I'm from Houston, Texas, studying computer science. And um, something that really brought me to Baylor was two things. It was one, the, the faith aspect. I came from a, a Christian home growing up, and I wanted to continue that moving on into my college life. And another thing was the size. I didn't really want to go to a very big school, nor, that I, nor did I want to go to a small school. And Baylor was just kind of like that Goldilocks amount of people on campus. So that, those are the two big reasons that really drove, drove me to go to, to go to Waco. To go to awesome. That's great to know. Well, tell us how you chose your major of computer science. Yeah. Um, again, growing up, uh, my dad is an electrical engineer. So I kind of always grew up around technology and, you know, new things like that. And I had kind of always grown up playing with computers. And right before I came to, before, before I started deciding on colleges, I wanted to be an engineer. And then I went to an engineering camp over the summer and I enjoyed it, but it just wasn't enough. And I didn't want to stare at papers all day and do math all day. And so I kind of realized that kind of the alternative there would have been doing computer science is less paper and less math. Not that I don't like math, I love math, but I think I really wanted something that was more creative and to me it kind of seemed like computer science was the right avenue for that because there's so many things you can do in the field and it just gave me it seemed like it gave you a lot of creative power to do and make pretty much whatever you want so I really enjoyed that part of it. Well that's great it sounds like you've really honed in on what those values are that are important for what you're studying yeah. and I'm so glad you found a program that fits with those. Well thinking about your studying and your classes what are some study strategies that you found to be especially useful as you prepare for class? Um, I think my biggest one is just don't get stressed because classes can be a lot. College can be a lot. And I think one of the biggest problems is if things get pile up, you know, you can get stressed. And then when you get stressed, you don't think as clearly and things just kind of go downhill from there. So one thing that I really try to focus on is just staying calm regardless of what's going on, whether my things are going well, things are going not so well. Just remembering that, you know, I've got God on my side, things are going to be okay. And continue to tell myself that, that really keeps me mellow and helps me not to freak out so much about anything that's going on. But um, I guess on actual practical study tips, um, just remembering like I really try to get into the habit of studying well 
in advance. I don't want to be at the point where when a test or a quiz or whatever comes around that I have to study really hard right before. So one of the things I try to do is let's say I've get, my class has a textbook or something that I'm constantly reading to like keep up with the work. I'll always try to make sure that I'm reading the section that we're going over before class starts. That way I go in and I already am kind of familiar with what's going on. Basically, I want to make sure that when I go into class, I'm not hearing things for the first time. Basically, to me, going into class is I'm kind of getting an explanation of the things that I've already read, which really helps me with not having to study so much in a small period of time. It just helps me to stretch that out and have more time to do other things and still succeed on my classes. That's great. That sounds like a great approach to your classes. Going in each class, knowing that you're not hearing that information for the first time, but making sure that you've learned it before and having something already in your mind to stick whatever the professor is um, talking about to helps us remember it better. So being able to attach those, um, any new ideas, new information the professor may bring to things that you've already learned. So that's fantastic. Um, do you have kind of a consistent study routine that you typically follow day to day? Um, for the most part, I enjoy studying in my room. And when I study, I almost always need music, not because it's kind of a distraction, but more just to kind of drown out any other things. If I can sit there and focus on listening to music and studying, I don't get caught up in thinking about other things as much. But I think my biggest thing in my routine is I take my phone and I turn it on airplane mode. So I don't get distracted by my phone. And then also, since I'm a computer science major, I'm constantly doing stuff on my computer. I try to turn off any of my other computer notifications that can also distract me. So I guess as far as routine goes, I don't have a set routine of what I do. But my biggest thing is just minimize as many distractions as possible, whether that be, you know, get some headphones, turn get some music, or just, you know, put my phone away so I don't get distracted. I can really sit down and get some good studying out for a couple hours. That's great. Yes, that idea about removing all those notifications on your computer is really important because those can pop up and really wreak havoc on your focus, right? That's great. And I like putting it on airplane mode. You just kind of pretend like you're taking a trip somewhere every time yeah. you study. <laughs> Good deal. Well, I've heard that the way we start our day really can play a key role in the way our day kind of plays out. Do you have any anything you do in the morning consistently that helps you start off your day well? Yeah, so like I mentioned, I love music. And for, I don't know why, but I think music just really gets me going in the morning. So almost always I'll wake up, grab my speaker, and just turn on some, some jamming music to get me going, get me ready for my day. I'm playing that all day in the shower, playing it at headphones when I'm going to get food. And another thing is I always make sure I eat breakfast because people always tell you to always eat breakfast, but nobody really listens, especially in college, where you sometimes forget to get up and maybe you're running late. But I always try to eat something before going to class because breakfast it is the most important meal of the day. And it, if you don't eat breakfast, it is hard to focus, especially if you've got early classes like I typically do. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, just making sure that, you know, I've got something to keep me going. And also, I have a devotional that I do in the morning as well. So it just gets me focused on what I need to do that day and just gets me really ready to take on whatever I've got going on. That's great. Sounds like you have some really good key components to that morning routine. Well, now I'm just curious. What is your 
What is your soundtrack that you're listening to? Oh goodness, man, that's that is actually that's probably the toughest question you've given me so far. <laughs> because I honestly, I don't even know if I can really give you an answer. It's just I listen to so many different things, and some days, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, hey, I want to listen to some chill music and just relax. And other days, I'm like, let's go. I need something nice and pop in so I can really get going. So it really does just kind of depend on how I'm feeling that day. Awesome. Well, that's great. Well, you mentioned that you like to study a lot in your room. Do you have any other study spots that you enjoy either on or off campus? Yeah, so um, I am in Student Foundations and we have a building on campus that people may know about. It's called the Ed Crenshaw Building. And so we, we, we can go study in there a lot. So I usually pop over there. It's a pretty nice, quiet building. Not many people go in there. Um, another spot that I really enjoy is studying over in Cashin. Since I'm a computer science major, most of my classes are in there. It's a really good spot to study, especially if I've got a test coming up, because I can guarantee there's somebody else in my class in there with me also studying. So usually if I need to get some like big group study stuff done, I'll go and uh, study in there. But another thing I really enjoy doing is I, I have a hammock, and sometimes I'll just grab my hammock, go over to a... Um, kind of the over near the fountain area next to the sub and set up shop and then just hammock and study. Usually it doesn't really work well if I need my computer, but if I need to just read like my textbook or read some notes and it's really relaxing, I don't have to worry about any other distractions and kind of that little ambient sound of outside usually helps me get to really in the focusing mood as well. Great. Those sounds like fantastic study spots. Well, another thing that can really teach us a lot is anytime we have maybe overcome a big challenge or maybe we've made a mistake that we really learned from and found great value in. So do you have an experience like that that you can share with us? Um, yeah, I think one of the things that really kind of got me going about how to go about studying was actually probably last semester. Um, my semester wasn't going as well as I had really hoped it had. And I kind of started to, kind of not to really give up, but it just kind of seemed like the future was going to be very bleak for me this, that semester. And um, luckily, you know, I got to the end, end of the semester. I, you know, really put in a lot of work going into, going into finals. And I actually managed to come out pretty okay. And one thing that's kind of stuck with me since, I kind of realized that, um, not to be cliche, but it's one of those, you know, it's not over until the lady sings kind of things where, um, you know, even if your semester doesn't start out super great, don't, give up just because you're like, oh, well now I can only get a B or now I can only get like an A minus, whatever. There, you never know what kind of opportunities will pop up for you. And it's just a matter of not giving up in that semester because you don't, sure you can sit there and crunch out the numbers and do the math, but anything could happen. The teacher might give extra credit or, you know, you might have end up having a grade change, which is one of the things that happened to me this past semester. And it really just made me realize that you know, regardless of how it's currently going, always realize that future is looking bright kind of thing. Things can always go up from there. That's one thing I really tried to keep me going as I go through my last semester or my last two semesters of it. Great. That's important. And I think that relates a lot to one of the first things you said about not getting too stressed. It sounds mm -hmm. like it can, sometimes things in college can kind of be overwhelming and, um, taking time to breathe and take a step back, maybe um, that's, that's very important and sage advice for sure. Well, you mentioned that you are part of Student Foundation and um, feel free to 
share a little bit more about what that student organization involves and also maybe share um, any other student organizations you're a part of. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I'll start with Student Foundation, I guess. So basically Student Foundations is a, essentially it's a student-led organization that their goal is to kind of provide this avenue between alumni and students. So some of, some of the things that they do is they'll get, travel to different high schools or different areas across the, the country and help recruit students to Baylor. People who don't come to Baylor, you, they were easily recognizable by the um, green and white striped t-shirts. So you'll see them, they'll be promoting Baylor, talking to students about their experiences, getting them to want to come to Baylor. Um, another thing that they do is they do a couple of the on-campus events, such as the marathons. So that's entirely put on by student foundations. And then finally, they also work with what's known as alumni relations. So we'll meet with different alumni and essentially get talk to them, keep a relationship up with them. And sometimes alumni will donate money back and to Baylor and that money can be used for scholarships for incoming students as well. So basically overall student foundation, they, they kind of go through and they help raise um, scholarships for incoming students as well as help bring other students to Baylor. Awesome, that's great. Um, yeah, yeah, a couple of other things that I'm involved in. So I'm a, community leader on campus. Actually this coming year, I'll be a community leader mentor, which is like the head CL, I guess, so to speak. And I'll be in South Russell. So that's been really fun. I've, been, I've done that for the past, I guess, three years now. And I mean, if there's any job that you think will take up all of your time, that is definitely the one, but I, I love it. I get to meet a lot of people and it's definitely been a challenging and definitely a growth experience for me throughout my college career. Fantastic. Great. Any other groups you're involved in? Um, I'm also part of the National Society of Black Engineers, or known as NSBE. I'm not an engineer, but it's okay. It's kind of it basically is like an ECS group for um, African American students on campus. So it's just kind of a group where you meet other people like you, and we just have study groups and study sessions and things like that. So yeah, it's just a really good way to just bring people together. And if it's something you're interested in, you can, uh, we have like different events going on throughout the year. So. Fantastic. Great. Well, it sounds like you are definitely involved on campus. <laughs> well, that leads me to my next question is what, how do you manage to keep everything in order? Do you have a time management tool that you Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Microsoft Outlook calendar has saved my life. <laughs> I mean, I take, I don't care if it is a meeting with my professor or it's me going to the grocery store, I throw it in my calendar. Just even if the times are even if the times are wrong or I estimated wrong, just having everything in one place where I can pull it up on my phone or on my computer and just see what I need to do is really helpful. And sometimes if I really need it, I'll even throw in study time as well. Like if I've got a big test coming up and I'm like, hey, I want to study for an hour every day this week, then I'll go into my calendar and just find an hour block every day and just throw that in and just really try to keep up with, and I really try to keep up with my calendar. So trying to get too off track with it, but yeah, just having everything in one nice little timeline is really helpful. And also it's helpful for looking back. Let's say, you know, I get to, I get to the end of the week and I'm kind of thinking, well, man, that was a really tough week. Or maybe I feel like I probably could have done more, but I can look back at my calendar and see where my time was spent. And it's really easy for me to tell, like, hey, I can, I can, I've got time for me to add another hour of 
um, studying here. Or maybe, hey, I studied a lot this week. This next week, I can maybe, you know, take some time off and relax a little bit more. So just a really good way for me to really keep track of what's going on in my life and not have to overthink it as well. That's great. I really like that idea of kind of checking in with yourself mm -hmm. at the end of the week and kind of even review what all you accomplished and how that worked. And then just like you said, make adjustments for the next week as you think that'll help. So that's great. Yeah. Well, thinking about, you know, you are approaching your senior year at Baylor, your last two semesters, quite an accomplishment. Um, but think about yourself when you were just beginning your Baylor journey. Do you have any words that you would like to share um, with yourself when you were just starting Baylor? Yes, definitely. Um, I think one of the biggest things is telling us, I tell my oldest, my younger self that for the most part, the worst thing somebody can tell you is no. So always ask if there's something you want. That is definitely something I didn't come into college with. Not to say that I was a shy person, but if, if something seemed like maybe the person would say no to this, then I probably wouldn't ask and I'd miss out on tiny opportunities. But as I kind of have gone through, just ask if there's something that I want, if there's something you want to be in, something you want to do, ask. And like I said, the worst thing that they can say is no. And the best, obviously the best thing they can say is yes, or maybe they say maybe. But point being is you won't know until you try. And that's definitely something that's really helped me out. I mean, uh, becoming, becoming a CEO, that definitely happened just because I asked around and I got talking to people. And um, just the, don't be afraid to ask if you want something because again, the worst that can happen is it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, something else I would tell myself probably would be to just study more. I think coming in to college from high school, in high school, I didn't have to study a lot. I, I did pretty well just by, you know, going to class and getting by. And though that first semester was pretty difficult for me, just adjusting and all that. But I think the biggest thing with all that adjustment was just studying. I think that I really put myself in a hard place. You know, I started out a semester, oh, I, I did fine in high school. I can only study for a couple of hours a week and be completely fine, which was false. And so I hadn't had a bit of a hard reality check, you know, halfway through the semester. So that's another thing I would really tell myself is constantly just study, study, study. And you don't have to overdo it either. Just studying a little bit every day really removes the need for you to sit down and cram pretty much ever, which is really, really nice. Um, something else, kind of on the same veins as, you know, don't be afraid to ask something. Also, just don't be afraid to talk to people. One of the things I love, so I, as I said, I'm a CO and I typically work with freshman guys. And one thing that I love to tell them is you're a freshman and use it to your advantage. And by that, I mean, freshmen kind of have this magical power of being able to talk to anybody with the, under the guise of, Hey, I'm a freshman. I don't know anything. So just, just go out there and just put yourself in those situations. That's the talk to people, meet people, because especially now that I've, I've, I've had two internships in the past two years, networking is a big deal. And it's not always about what you know, it's about who you know. Like, for example, I, I got an internship this, not this summer, but last summer, the internship I got last summer, I got because I worked for this, I worked for um, new student programs for like two weeks in the middle of the summer, freshman year. And because she knew the recruiter at the place that I worked at, I was able to get a job there. And that wouldn't have happened had I not just 
struck up a conversation with her freshman year and ended up, you know, working as a uh, line camp leader the following summer. So that's probably the biggest one is just network. That's a big deal. It's, I'd say, I'd say it's definitely a bigger deal than what you know. It's all, it's a lot more about who you know. So yeah, but not to say that I didn't do well without telling my freshman self those things. I think one of the biggest things about college is learning those things for yourself. But again, if I could, I would. <laughs> awesome. That's, that's all really good advice. And yeah, making those connections can have a big impact on opportunities that you yeah. have. Um, and, and I really like how you talked about searching out those opportunities and, and being persistent and finding out how to, how to do something or who to talk to about it. That's really great. Well, when, with all of your studying that you do, when you do take a study break, what are some of your favorite things to do for a break? Let's see. So I'm a computer science major, so I like to call myself a bit of a nerd. I like playing video games with my friends sometimes. Um, when I'm not doing that, I usually, I love playing racquetball and I love bowling, which are two, I think, weird things for someone to like together. But I'll go to the sub, go bowl for a bit, or I'll grab some friends, go to, the, go to the slick, play racquetball. But just in general, I like hanging out with my friends, just getting out, getting out of the, the uh, residence hall, going out, doing things. Um, I love driving too, so I, I'll go get out and uh, well, grab some friends, go to go to Dallas or go to Austin for a, a, the day or the weekend or something like that. So, yeah, I guess the biggest thing is just I love spending time with my friends. And I think it's really, a really, probably in my opinion, like the best way to just get your mind off of all the stresses of studying. So, Great. Yeah. Get, a, get a good break that way. Exactly. Awesome. Well, since you've been at Baylor, have you found a resource to be especially helpful to you? just in general or just at Baylor a resource that you've used yeah it could be general um so I'll go with time management so um there is this woman named Trish Baum who works in the student success center I met her through her daughter and turns out that she is a time management wizard and you can schedule like a 30 minute meeting with her. She will sit down, she will go through your entire schedule and plan out your entire life, which sounds daunting at first, but I did that and I had probably one of the best semesters I've ever had because she, she just put every, everything into your calendar, like when to eat, when to study, when to take a break, when to hang out with friends. And it was just a really helpful way for me to really get on track with like learning how time management works. And that was probably one of the biggest things with just being able to keep up with everything to really show me different strategies I can use to not get off track, how to stay, how to stay focused, how to stay attentive. And that was really helpful. Um, another big thing was um, my residence hall chaplain, just because they're just a great resource, whether you want to talk about your faith life or you just want to chat for a minute, they're always there. You know, they're always willing to just talk. If you're going through things as well, they're a really great resource just because, you know, they've got a lot of knowledge, a lot of wisdom, and they're just a great person to just talk to. And I'll just even say vent, frankly, if you've got anything going on that you just really need to get out, they're a really great resource for that. I don't know. I, can, I can't count how many times me and my chaplain have got off for lunch and I've just sat down and just let out everything, just whether I was mad, happy, sad. It was just a really great way to, again, keep my stress low. And again, that's one of the biggest things I'll push about college is it's really easy to get stressed and keeping your stress low really saves you a lot. 
Awesome. I'm so glad you found those resources to be so helpful. That's great. Well, my last question is just thinking about your life beyond Baylor, your future. Um, you mentioned you've had, sounds like some really exciting internship opportunities, but what are your hopes for life beyond Baylor? Oh, goodness, man. Um, <laughs> I, I, I guess my biggest hope is, this is gonna sound cliche, but like I want to be happy, right? I don't wanna, I don't wanna get a job that I don't like. I don't wanna live somewhere that I don't like. Uh, obviously, you know, some, maybe sometimes some of those things can't be avoided. But um, yeah, I want to feel like everything leading up to me leaving college was worth it, I guess. So whether that be, you know, how hard I'm working in school to get a good job when I graduate or what internships or what careers I'm pursuing, but overall, I just want to be able to feel like that I've, I'm in a good place. And I think I'm on track to do so. Like I've, I've had, you know, some really great internships and those very well can lead to jobs in the future. So that's definitely what I'm aspiring to. I just want to be able to get a job in computer science and then obviously have a nice place to live. I'd like to think get married at some point, but <laughs> that's way off in the future. But yeah, I think one of the biggest things is just, I don't want to feel like I wasted four years. So I want to make the best of why I'm here. That way, when I leave, I can make the best of that later on. Awesome. Sounds like maximizing your opportunities is yeah, yeah. something that's important to you and something it sounds like you've definitely done. Well, Dylan, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story with us on how you have been so successful at Baylor. Yeah, Carol, thank you for having me. You're welcome. I enjoyed my visit with Dylan so much. He brought so many excellent tips and strategies to the table, and I can definitely agree on those great resources in Trish Baum and the Resident Chaplain Program. I think um, both of those resources, if you haven't met with Trish for help with your um, study schedule, she is the guru. Highly recommend connecting with her. We'll be sure and link more information in the show notes for you there. Um, and then also, if you are living on campus, or even if you're not living on campus, um, Spiritual Life is available for all students, um, but especially the resident chaplain program that's available in the residence halls is such a wonderful value um, that Baylor provides for us. So I highly recommend connecting with those people, plus so many other people on campus to um, connect with and just share life with. And um, I hope you find some things that Dylan shared. Um, I think making sure the first time you're hearing the information in a class is not in that lecture, but that you read prior to the lecture. And so you already have something in place for that new knowledge to connect with. I thought that was really powerful. Anyway, um, try something this week and let us know how's it, how it goes. Um, don't forget, um, you'll hear more about our email and Instagram and feel free to connect with us. Let us know how it's going. Let us know if you need specific strategies. Um, for anything. We'd love to help. So thanks so much for listening. And I will visit with you again when we have another student success story. Do you have a student success story you'd like to share? Did you start implementing a tip or technique you learned from the podcast and want to tell us more about it? Maybe you have questions or comments about how we can make 
this podcast better? Or is there a certain content you would like to hear about? Please let us know by emailing studentsuccessstories at baylor.edu. You can also check out our website where we have more details about the different episodes, and you can find that website at baylor.edu slash SSI slash podcast. Here you can download episodes, subscribe to our iTunes, and see all the show notes from all the episodes we've done. These show notes are great, especially if you've been listening to the episodes on the go and want to find out more about certain resources, tools, strategies. Um, some of our guests have mentioned, you'll find all that information right there. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Student Success Stories. This is where we share when new episodes are going to be uploaded, when we have more information about tips and techniques that different guests have shared. And also, sometimes our guests take over our Insta stories, and those um, stories have been posted to our highlights. So be sure and check those out. They're a great way for you to get a good connection with our guests and see more about how they've been successful as students. Thanks for listening. Our podcast theme song is Run One Down by Dan Liebowitz.